welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard ranked ladder. I am your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Dragon Rider and Major Death. So let's just uh, rock and roll with this week's show and go into last week's poll question. What did we have last week, Mage? Sure, sure. Are you doing something different with the intro there? Am I? Am I? Or am I just on? Yeah, on I, did, I just I I I did a little bit differently, but I'm just like okay, rolling okay. rolling with it. You know, I was just All being right. a little bit trying to be a little bit more enunciation and just so okay. be a little bit more crisp with it. So gotcha. All right. All right. So it's not it's not me, and it's not you, list, dear listener. If you thought the same thing as me. <laughs> Last week's poll question. Are you excited to see if your deck has no X cost card effect that effect to return? Are you excited to see it? 43.3 of you the maj- with uh, said yes, you are excited to see that effect return, which we haven't seen in a number of expansions. 30% of you said, no, I, I don't really want to see that. I'm not excited to see this. And 26.7%, almost as many as the no, said they weren't sure. So I, I think I'm kind of on the not sure bandwagon myself. This is uh, a little weird. I don't know how to judge. It, it seems like it's either going to be really good or it's going to be really bad. And uh, we're talking, of course, about the new Kazakus, which will have some more details about that particular card uh, because we got some, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. I I'm glad that the 43% of you that are excited to see it are going to get something in this expansion for that. So thank you to all of you that voted. It was 30 votes, by the way. Yeah. I kind of feel like it should be at the start of the game, but you know, I'm who, who's, who's to beat a dead horse here. <laughs> I, I think for me, the thing that I like about it is now that we have all the cards revealed, I kind of like that this is the only one, right? Because I don't think true. there was any yeah. other thing. So for me, it's kind of like hey, they're bringing it back, but it's not like here's a two, here's a three, here's a four, here's a you know, it's it's a little bit more restrictive where it's just this, so it feels a little bit more like okay, well, if you want to try it, here's this one card to to bring it back, and it's not hopefully not going to be so meta defining is what I'm hoping for. So I think for me, that's kind of why I'm excited for it because it's only the one. Yeah, it should be, uh, should be pretty interesting regardless. So, okay, let's move on to the news because again, we are jam packed with it this week. Um, So all 135 forged in the Baron's cards have been revealed ahead of launch next week. New card type Caravan shown during the final reveal stream. Hunter, Paladin, Priest, Shaman, and Warlock have a Caravan card. And each each has a two-mana card with a start-of-the-turn effect. Like, um, I was saying the cutest card in the set is the the tiny fin caravan and at the beginning of your turn it draws a murloc from your deck so it's a it's a pretty powerful effect um and yep so and finally we'll be recording a full card by card review 
of Forged by the Barons this weekend and releasing it um, Monday night or sometime on Monday before the expansion goes live. I might even get it up on Sunday. Um, depends on how late we go. So at very least, you will have it Monday night. So you can listen to it before the set goes live on Tuesday. So, um, yeah, so we'll be reviewing it and going from there. So, Dragon Rider, you want to start us on past 20 notes, 20.0. Yes, so we got official patch notes for the huge 20.0 patch that is coming out this Thursday, the 25th. And there's kind of a lot going on with it. It was like, they announced it. It's like, oh, okay. So let's go over what this includes. It includes a balance change to Nitro Boost Poison, Battlegrounds changes, classic game mode, reverted nerfs, Forged in the Baron's pre-release content, some bug fixes, and game improvements. So Nitro Boost Poison is going to go from one mana to two mana. And there are reports, and I'm pretty sure that it was confirmed... Uh, somewhere but the corrupting nitro boost poison while it is in the hand from secret passage uh we kind of talked about this before i think a couple episodes ago uh it will not allow you to keep that at the end of turn now kind of like other corrupted cards don't stay in the hand uh it was seemingly a bug specifically with the nitro boost poison so it looks like with this patch that will uh, not be the case anymore so just a Heads up for anybody that's going to be playing Rogue. It's like a Mage. double nerf. They got they got a mana change and you can't corrupt it and keep it in your hand like you could for yeah. the entire, uh, you know, since the mini set came out. Yeah, that's so, that's mean, a super weird one because it didn't feel like if that's how that worked, that just felt like it was how it worked. It didn't feel like a bug like right right but apparently other corrupted cards if you had them in hand and corrupted them while they were in your hand because of secret passage they would go back to your deck so it was only nitro boost yeah because the only one that would stay to stay in hand because what other the corrupted card is you know like a rogue that's running secret passage running none well, that, yeah, yeah. The, that well, that yeah, card's yeah. the only one that's going to be native to the deck. But like, if you were able to generate other mm-hmm. corruptible mm-hmm. cards, yeah, exactly. That was uh, yeah. So who knows? It was it was just a weird, yeah. a weird kind of bug thing that is now fixed. But it does like it further. It, it further makes this difficult to play at two mana because, like, if you're secret passaging on four, like you several times did and and you uh you know ideally you'd find like a two cost thing you'd have this you'd have the nitro boost in your hand you'd corrupt it it would stay in your hand when the other cards went back and you'd you'd feel pretty good about doing that but now with the combination of it being two mana so you'd have to play something three mana or more to corrupt it and it doesn't stay in your hand so even if you're doing it on like five or six mana you still then have to play the card in order to in order to get the value from it. Otherwise, it goes back into your deck. So it's it's um yeah, it's weird. It's it's kicking kicking the card when it's down is what I is is what I equated it to this today. I'm kind of interested. I think that it might still be okay, but I think it makes aggro rogue worse because of that. Oh, but I I think like definitely. world kick rogue will still be solid. I think you yeah. can still run nitro mm-hmm. boost another rogue list, but. That's kind of how 
I'm feeling about it right now. I agree. It and they they mentioned that in the note patches. They wanted to they didn't like the hyper aggressive rogue. So like World Kick feels like something that they're they're okay with. That like they're they're okay with what yeah. it does in World Kick Rogue, so well, we also have the classic format going live with this patch, and all players that log in will get a golden classic pack to celebrate. So even if you're not interested in playing the classic format, you just can log in and you get a golden classic pack. So, woo, yeah, that's cool. Um, the the I love that they call this, but the great unnerfing goes into effect. So. We're going to be talking about all of that later and kind of what we're expecting with this, but it's going to be a very interesting uh, time when this patch goes in. Uh, the spell schools will be added to 545 previously released spells across standard and wild. That's a lot of cards. That's a lot, a lot, that's a lot of spells. Of, I thought it was great just for no other reason than that's how many spells are currently in the game. Damn. Like, so when you're playing yeah. wild, 545, <laughs> uh, you have a chance to see up to 545 spells. That's crazy. And that's, that's a lot just of cards. spells. Like, that's not yeah, even that's just spells. That's not even or... yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that oh. also sounds a little low to me, because, like, how many sets... But it, it, it makes sense, considering how many sets we've had. And 135 cards is the number of cards in the set. So it's like, okay, that makes yeah. sense. There's essentially like five sets, like four to five sets of just spells alone, which is <laughs> nuts. So think yeah. of it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's not even all. We're only about halfway done with what's coming out in this <laughs> patch. So uh, they are increasing the number of deck slots from 18 to 27. So... Plenty more spots uh, for you to test a bunch of decks or if you play wild and standard. Uh, the March reward packs will be forged in the Baron's packs rather than Dark Moon Fair. So that's pretty exciting. Good to know. Two days uh, after launch, we get we get, uh, you know, up to five yeah. more packs. Exactly. I was, like, I was thinking about that today. I was like, are they? And then I've read the patch notes. So it's like, OK, good. Yeah, like I, I kind of grazed over the past notes, but I was going back to them today. I was like, oh, that's so nice. That that feels like a good, a very good change. Yeah, they started doing that, what, the at least two expansions ago, I think? It's been several, um, but ever since they've uh, really kind of changed the, um, like, ranked system it feels like yeah. then they kind of started implementing this which has been really nice i think because it does reward people you know you worked all month to climb and then they release this you know an expansion at the end and if you were to get the previous expansion and be like oh well that's kind of sad so it's really cool like a a really just nice thing that they that they're doing so um Speaking of that, the seasonal ranked rewards chest has been moved to the deck selection screen. So that will be in a completely new spot. So be aware of that. Yeah, they have uh, a, also... a, a, a picture of it in the actual patch notes so you can see it. And if you are watching any of the Theorycraft streams on, on Tuesday today, the day you were recording this, 
uh, you know, in between games when they were queuing up their next deck, you could see, you could actually see it on the screen. So really, really handy, really nice place to for that to be located, I think. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. And then you can see it every time you're, you know, ready to queue up a game as well. So that's, you know, kind of a, a good reference. You don't have to go to some other some other menu, you know, during that to see where you're at. Um, but they are also adding progress bars for each achievement category in the journal. So again, just a really quick, easy visual reference of where you're at with those. Uh, the Tavern Brawls will award one year of the Phoenix pack instead of a classic pack. That's kind of cool. I feel like that's a little bit more incentive, you know, especially because the uh, classic packs aren't going to make much sense after Tuesday next week. Uh, and then they are also updating the new and return player decks. Uh, those will be available with this patch. So great time to come back to Hearthstone. Okay, Mage, you want to go over the next point we have? The, uh, the replacement cards. Yeah, so uh, last week we talked about the fact that uh, they decided, rather than keeping the Stone Tusk Boar and Bluegill Warrior in the core set and modify the cards to rush rather than charge, that those would be rotating out, and we got the replacements for those cards. The Emerald Sky Talon and Redgill Razor Jaw were revealed as the corset replacements for the Stone Tusk Boar and Bluegill Warrior. Emerald Sky Talon is the beast that's replacing the boar. It is the one mana 2-1 beast with Rush. So nothing, nothing too surprising there. And Red Gill Razor Jaw is a two mana 1-3 Murloc with Rush. So um yeah. Yeah. It is, those are those are new cards that will Two more new cards that will be in the core set when it goes live uh, during on on Tuesday when the uh, when the rotation and launch of the new expansion hits. So we have the rewards track refresh and diamond cards coming for Forged in the Barrens. Changes have been made to the free rewards track and the tavern pass for the Forges in the Barrens expansion. So the new rewards track will go live expansion day, March 30th. Players will automatically be granted any unclaimed rewards on both the free track and the tavern track if purchased. They've doubled the number of core rewards from 50 to 100 and half the amount of XP required to reach each level. Max level on the reward track is now 400 up from 350. Full XP table with rewards is listed in the blog post. Gold earned between 1 and 100, the same before, 5650, but adds an additional card pack, tavern ticket, and legendary, along with 14 non-disenchantable gold cards. All new cosmetic card tier for Hearthstone, diamond cards. One or more handcrafted diamond legendary cards that feature completely new 3D animations, more real estate for card art, and a stylish diamond border. Two diamond cards are available in Forge in the Barrens. 
Diamond Blademaster Samuro. Instantly obtainable by purchasing the Forge in the Baron's Tavern Pass and claiming the card on the reward track. And Diamond Brucan. Obtained by completing the Forge in the Baron's Legendary Collector 5 of 5 achievement. Collect all legendary cards from the set. Blade Master Samuro and Gold uh, Mankirk would be just. Uh, we'll be. Oh, that's the next. News okay, story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then, uh, Dragon Rider, please go on to that. I apologize. They're okay. related. Yeah. But yes. They're, they're they're definitely related. Yeah. So, Blade Master Samuro and Golden Mancrick uh, looks like will be disenchantable for full value for a week after the pre-release event, uh, which I feel like they haven't really done something like that before the kind of the cards they give you. So that's pretty interesting. Um, so to protect against getting a duplicate legendary from pre-orders, you'll be able to disenchant golden Mancrick, non-golden and the golden versions of blade master, uh, Samuro for full dust value. Uh, so the non-golden Mancrick is acquired by claiming it in the rewards track. Uh, the diamond Samuro is obtained by purchasing the tavern pass and claiming the level run reward. And to avoid duplicates, you should claim these legendaries before opening Forged in the Baron's Packs on launch day. And do we know uh, how that's going to affect if people want to open their packs during the pre-release weekend? So supposedly there are protections in place so that you do not... Because the new rewards track is not going to be alive during the pre-release. So there should be some protections in place that mean that you don't, you won't get, you won't get, uh, man, Mankirk or uh, Samuro as part of that. But online, they're still available in packs, though, especially if you, uh, like on launch day, if you don't claim them and then start opening your packs, you could potentially open one of those two, uh, one of those two legendaries. So ideally what you're going to do on launch day is log in, you go into the rewards track, claim your man Kirk. If you're buying the tavern pass, you would do that and then claim your uh, diamond Samuro. And then that will ensure because it looks for those and, and will, because of the no duplicate protection, give you a different legendary if you reach, if you, if you get a legendary, but during the pre-release, because those aren't, accessible um they're just putting some protections in place so you won't be able to actually open them i don't i i, I believe that's what uh celestalon said so that is fantastic if if you somehow if you if you open them if you end up opening the packs before claiming you do get a non-golden man kirk which is the same as you would get by claiming it in the tavern rewards or either of the samuro versions you do have the ability to up for for up to a week to uh, disenchant them and get full dust value, so you can craft a different legendary. So that so that means your pre order, none of your pre order legendaries will be either of those two, correct? It it means well, it means that it it means that any packs that you open during the pre-release should not contain those two cards. No, no, I know I know that what I'm saying is I, what- there's no I I don't know that there is sufficient explanation as to if you open your 
on launch day, mm-hmm. you get you you bought a bundle and you get two legendaries. I don't think that protection is in place for those. That's what I'm asking. So, but if you pull, and that's um, and that's and that's why they're doing this. Okay, gotcha. All right. So hypothetically, if you open it up and your two free legendaries are Mankirk and Blade Master, you can immediately disenchant them for full value. Yes. Yes. That's not actually. That's actually. If you were to pull those, that'd actually be pretty good, right? Because if you wanted to, you could disenchant you them for thirty-two. Pick which one you want? Yeah. Well, you disenchant them for thirty-two hundred because they're golden, right? The the two the pre-orders are golden. So if you pulled them, well, Mankirk. If you get a golden Mankirk, you would be able to. So, so what I'm saying is, if you know. if your pre legendary if there's no protection on them and your pre order mm-hmm. legendaries are those two, you could dis right. you could disenchant both of them for sixty four hundred yes. dust because they are both if they are both golden and and you if, if you don't want them in golden and you'd rather I mean well they're specifically talking about non golden man curse. okay so gotcha got a- I see what you're saying okay. And Golden Mankirk, I don't think you can actually obtain via via pack. I think you have to get that golden a different way. Okay. So non-Golden Mankirk would be the only one you would get. Okay. Be disenchanted for 1600 dust and then craft a different legendary that you... Okay, that so, and if you hypothetically pulled Blade Master, you'd be able to disenchant him for yes. and pull down the, leg, the uh, diamond version of the card. Right. Okay. Okay, sounds good. That's a very complicated yeah. but cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, it's it's because they're doing this different reward strike, mm-hmm. right? They're they're giving us legendaries as part of that at, at the very start of the rewards track, and so they don't want to ha- they they want to eliminate the bad feelings you would have if you inadvertently open one of those before you were actually able to claim them via the rewards track. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's really awesome. I think that's something I didn't consider or think about, but now I was talking about that and it's like, okay, that is really cool. Like it's just there's so many little things like that that they've been doing over the last like year or two that have really made it feel like they're listening and that they care and it's also something that's making it I think better for free to play players as well. So that's really cool. But um Mage, you mentioned uh, Celestalon confirming that, but uh, Celestalon also posted a lot of other stuff. You want to talk about that? <laughs> yes, please. I he want to did. hear about this. He, so we were talking earlier about Kazakus, the new the new legendary Kazakus Golem Shaper. He revealed what the options are going to be, or basically the steps to create a golem. Uh, he did that on Twitter this week, and so he. You'll, the way it'll work is you play Kazakus, and step one is you'll get to choose the size of the golem you want to create. A lesser one that is the 1-1, one, one, the greater, which is a 5-5, five, five, or a superior that is a 10-10, ten, ten, and mana cost being 1, 5, or 10, just like, just like it was with the spells. The second step is you discover the first herb to put into your golem, and the options are Swift Thistle, which gives your golem Rush, Earthroot, which gives it Taunt, 
Sungrass, which gives it Divine Shield, Life Root, which gives it Life Steal, Fatal Leaf, which gives it Stealth, or Grave Moss, which gives it Poisonous. So that is the second choice, and you'll get three options for that as well. And then step three is you get to discover a second herb. And so this is a different list of options than the first set of herbs. This one is uh, Wild Vine, which is a battle cry. Give your other minions plus one, plus one. If it's a lesser, plus two, plus two. If it's greater, plus four, plus four. If it is the superior one. Uh, Grom's Blood would be another option. Battle cry, summon a copy of this golem or copy of this. Ice Cap, which is a battle cry, freeze a random enemy. Freeze two random uh, minions or all enemy minions if it, if it is the superior one. Fire Bloom, battle cry, deal three damage to a random minion. Uh, or for greater, it is two random minions, or for 10 mana, all enemy minions. Uh, then Mage Royal, which would add spell damage to your golem of plus one for the lesser, plus two for the greater, plus four for superior. Or King's Blood, which is Battle Cry, draw a card. A single card, two cards if you have the greater golem, or four cards if it is the superior one. So these these are really kind of interesting. I mean, I guess I expected the first set of herb options, but the second set actually is is uh, is kind of cool. I, I like that. Yeah, it's certainly a very interesting, diverse tool. So. I think you're going to see a lot of Kazakus day one, um, but I feel like this definitely has the ability to stand the test of time for the set. So I think this is going to be a pretty, pretty common one for some more slower controlly decks. But even then, like, it's not a huge ask to skip before drop uh, for some some decks. So like, this could be commonplace in a lot of different things. So. Yeah, there, there's some mid-range situations where where this might just be fine, and there's certain classes like like Rogue traditionally has a hard time sometimes filling out the four cost slot, and so you know that this might be something that you do you do there, and there there might be other classes where that fits as well. Yeah, these are really cool. I was I was looking through these uh, when Celestalon posted on Twitter, and it's like, okay. I mean, yeah, some of these like uh, taunt, you know, I don't know, plus one, plus one to stuff. I, that's we've seen a lot of that stuff before in the past. So, like Mage said, it's kind of kind of predictable or or something that we would expect. But yeah, some of these are really cool and. I feel like having the six options and then you'll get three of them feels pretty good. Because I think there, it's going to feel mixed up enough that you don't feel like you're always getting the same thing. But I don't feel like any of these are going to be, like, sad, I guess. <laughs> if you see them, you're probably not going to be like, oh, well, that sucks. I really didn't want that option. Like, they all seem like there's going to be viable situations for them. So... That makes me uh, even more excited for uh, making some golems. Yes. 
So another thing Celestion gave us this week is he shared transfer students' effects on the new Forge and the Barons uh, board. Transfer students' text will read, Battlecry, add a random rank spell to your hand. So, um, and that one was really short. So we had Ixar's uh, Twitter question and answer number 10. He covered items in in the in-game shop, individual cards, tavern brawl pack reward, among other topics. Uh, so first off, they wanted to add pre-constructed decks that you can purchase, which is very interesting. I mean, that's like something that like other card games do. I know. They don't have an ETA on it or anything, but the, the fact that they, they want to do this means that I think sooner or later they're going to do it. And I would imagine. Because it's being done in other games, that that gives even more incentive to wanting to Yeah, play. I know like Pokemon, I think Pokemon does it where they sell you the like, they sell the world championship deck of the previous year. Hmm. So like. Yeah, MTGA does it too, I know for sure. Um, and I th- think. With that, if I remember correctly, you could even use like in-game currency to get some of those as well. So that could be something that could be really cool if they did that, you know, as an option for in-game currency, you know, like gold or buying for real money. Uh, that would be pretty sweet. I'm I'm curious how they would actually implement that though, like on top of the duplicate protection for opening packs and how they keep people wanting to actually buy the stuff i guess is from a business standpoint how do they balance that would be the only concern i have yeah i'm not sure so (laughs) i guess we'll we'll see it when they bring it to market um free shaman was canned and made intentionally weak because they noticed too late in development how negative the gameplay was so um sorry uh was it morzaki or morabi no Murabi. Murabi. Yeah, and right. Ice Axe. I'm sorry that you had to suffer, <laughs> but I'm glad you never came to fruition. Yeah. So if you were wondering why Free Shaman never actually became a thing, now we know is that it was it was a negative gameplay experience and they did not want they did not want that. So they kind of just shelved it. Um, and this one's going to shock the world. Patches the Pirate was likely the best card ever prior to his nerf. Shock. Like, this is my shock face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He was in charge now. What can you say? And he was I mean, in that's... charge. Now he just goes, arg or whatever. <laughs> yeah, arg, yeah. So. Dean's top five OP cards. Corridor Creeper. Yeah. Yeah. I get behind that. Undertaker. The, the, yep. The five the five that was five five originally, right? Yes, it was I'm a five yeah. five five for seven. Whenever when this is in your hand, it costs one less for every minion that dies. Yeah. Not friendly. That's every minion that dies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we learned that free five fives, not a good thing in Hearthstone. Undertaker at its time. Um, Undertaker, uh, I don't really, it's, was a, uh, 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 victim of its time. Now that it's getting unnerfed and wild, I don't think you're going to have to worry about Undertaker Hunter. 
don't really think there's, it's going to be a thing. There's some pretty powerful things going on over there. That's uh, he's he's going to have to really step up step up the game in order to in order to be that broken. Exactly. Uh, we got patches the pirate shocker, spreading plague. Ah, oh, that was a definitely an OP one. And then five mana. It used yeah. to cost five mana. Yep. Oh my god. And then finally, it's terrible at six. It's terrible at six. It's true. And then finally, we have your boy Leroy, Leroy Jenkins. So, and uh, apparently, Dean is playing Freeze Mage when Classic Mode first hits. I, uh, I remember those days launching icicles at people's faces. So, um. Should be very interesting. So, Dragon Rider, why don't you give us your qualifier update for this week, please? Yeah, so last weekend, uh, I didn't play in quite as many qualifiers as I previously have. Um, and the the qualifiers that I played on Friday, uh, they did not go very well. I was kind of getting discouraged. They felt really rough. Like, the, the RNG and the draws were just, they felt brutal. Uh, so that was a little discouraging, but I did end up um, on stream as well. Uh, I did end up getting into top 16 on one of them on Sunday, which was exciting. But then at the same time, it was like, that oh, if awesome. only I'd won one more and gotten the top eight, you know, like, but also, you know, I'm competitive. So, of course, it's always like if I just won <laughs> one more, just one more, you know classic gamer quote right there one more mm -hmm. right um but i was still pretty happy with the top 16 and i did that all on stream the last couple of uh rounds that i played as well like top 32 and top 16 um i found some just like hearthstone images and, and actually kind of created like a hand cover so like i covered up my hand so the stream couldn't see it and uh covered up like where the your drawn card each turn shows up on the board so to try to eliminate the possibility that i was going to get sniped because i wasn't streaming on delay uh, but it still went pretty well and i ended up bringing a uh, spell damage mage token druid and res priest i was kind of going for uh, mostly i was targeting aggro rogue uh, but it did well i saw a bunch of aggro lineups and it did pretty well versus them um, but i am really interested to see how our like mini meta after these unnerfs and and everything we're getting on thursday uh takes this qualifier weekend because it's gonna be all over the place i feel like so i'm really interested to see how that goes um and because we're doing a bunch of card reviews we're doing ours uh and which i think actually ours starts after the qualifiers end but uh, I'm going to be doing an Amberflight gaming card review on Saturday. So I'm not sure how many qualifiers I'm going to be able to play this weekend, uh, but I'm still going to try for as many as I can. And hopefully I can uh, keep performing well, because I, I feel like once I'm getting a solid lineup going, I am starting to see the results. So now I'm kind of slowly figuring out and learning what I need to do. And I'm I'm starting to see those results, so I'm feeling a you know a lot better than I was when uh, those first couple of weekends were going on. Top sixteen, nice, nice. Yeah, That's that is nice, very nice. Congratulations. Yes, very much. That, so. that is Thank an accomplishment, e even if it wasn't quite where you wanted to get to. That's still <laughs> a really good accomplishment. 
You just need to win one, yes. so you don't have to even worry about four top four top eights. You just yeah. need to win one, and then no pressure, though. <laughs> you know, do like we did in volleyball, just spike it. Just spike it, yeah, exactly, yeah, just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but speaking of the like mini meta that we're going to be having, uh, we figured we would talk about that for our main topic. So I'm going to let you guys start. What are you thinking about this mini meta? What are you going to play? How do you feel? All the things. Go. <laughs> Start with all the things. Okay. Well, there are things and stuff happens when you do the things. So that's how I feel about it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, there's a lot that is getting reverted back. Um, so. Like I'm interested. Like my my eyes first went to Galkron Shaman because Invocation of Frost is now again one. Uh, Dragon's Pack is now plus three plus three, and Corrupted Elementalist is now again uh, a five mana three three that invokes Galkron twice. So um, the 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 crap that had been nerfed out of uh, Galkron Shaman has been uh, removed, and now we get like all the cards back at their power level. I don't know if it's going to be good enough, but that's where my eyes went first. And then like I, I well the 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 invoke mm-hmm. when you get a two one with rush, I you know that is a lot of minions that can affect the board state immediately. And that was one of the big things. And one of the reasons that that deck and those cards got nerfed is that you just could not actually physically have a board against, against Shaman because they could just remove it with all the, the invoke minions uh, that they were, that they were creating. So Mm -hmm. it's really going to be interesting to see if, you know, a year Plus later, if the tools that some of these other classes have, their ability—if they have the ability to overcome all those rush minions that the uh, the shaman deck can potentially put out. Yeah, I feel like um, though, like that that got a boost. Like I feel like uh, you're going to see a lot of. Uh, I feel like the meta is going to go hyper aggressive because. Uh, Arcane Golem being a 4-2 with charge now, um, it's just gonna, and, and, um, with the, uh, the Frenzy Feldwing going back to a 3-3, like, I feel like, uh, the, the meta is going to be going crazy aggressive over the next couple days, but, could be wrong on that, but I think I'm still going to do Galkron Shaman and just, just try and have some fun. Um, I, I don't, I don't know what else like screams to be. Maybe try Cyclone Mage, um, because of, uh, the, the change to Conjurer's Calling and try and try and do some Conjun before, before it's gone at three mana. So with Mana Biscuits, actually pretty, pretty good. Um, to get, uh, you know, your, uh, mana cyclone going and, and your, your, uh, giants. So like, 
I think I think it'll be good. Um, probably too slow, but I'm gonna have some fun with them in Legend. I don't I don't care where I end up, so. Um, so I, I'm just going to mess around basically and have some fun with some different decks. Try, try and make the most of it is where, where I'm at. What about you, Mage? Where, where, where do your eyes go? Well, I have, I have like six lists here, six decks here. First of all, I think anybody that wants one last hurrah with World Kick Rogue and a three-mana Edwin. Obviously, this we, we know this card was good in this deck before, and so I think that's actually going to be a pretty solid deck in, during these five days, and, uh, and and would expect that that's going to get, get some play as a last hurrah to Edwin. Uh, as far as, like, newer decks go, Face Hunter. I think Face Hunter, because of the, the unnerf to Leper Gnome, and knife juggler, you've potentially got the fellwing, fre- frenzied fellwing that you might put in that deck uh, that has three attack or three health rather than two. Seems a lot better. You mentioned the uh, the arcane golem four two with charge that that might see play in there as well. I think I think the there there's definitely some things that can. Um, that can punish you for going as aggressive as the face hunter deck does. But you, you also, you'll still have, you'll still have unleash the hounds. You'll still have kill command. You'll still have, you know, some of these, the, the over the top tools that Hunter currently has in standard, you'll still have these for those five days. And so I think, I think you might, you might be able to do, do, do some, you know, get some, get somewhere. Uh, with that deck, um, one of the other one of the other decks I was looking at was Totem Shaman. Totem Shaman is solid now, decently solid now. We have an unnerf coming to or a slight revision to uh, the Flame Tongue Totem. It is now going rather than being a three mana O three, it is a two mana O two, and you know. You've got totemic reflections. You've got the uh, grand totem eyesore. You, I, th- this that that deck is is tier two, tier three now, and without flame tongue totem in it, and it could be a little bit better with that. So I kind of want to try playing that deck, but I'd actually have to craft grand totem eyesore in order to actually play the deck. And one of the the worst things you can do right now is craft something right before rotation. But I have a lot of dust, so I might just go ahead and do it anyway. <laughs> uh, otherwise, otherwise, Galakron Warrior. I didn't get enough time with Galakron Warrior, with and I'm excited to get the Scion of Ruin back at three mana. Uh, and you know, I like the weapon. You've got the AO the AOE the the one damage AOE. That's basically a uh, a swipe for for three mana. Um, Beast Hunter, we talked about that a few few weeks ago. Starving Buzzard is going to be uh, two mana, two one, and so something like that might be kind of good. I'd like to figure out a spell damage mage that uses the mana worm, the the one mana one one two mana worm. But uh, I'm not really a deck builder necessarily, so I'm going to have to rely on somebody else kind of b- 
building a deck uh, so that I can play it. But uh, I think I think Rule Kick and Face Hunter are going to see a lot of play in these five days, kind of matching a little bit of what you're talking about, Daring. But uh, there's definitely some some fun things to experiment with as well. Dragon, what about you? What are you What are you uh, interested in or want to try? Highlander Hunter. <laughs> yes. Again, here's my shock face. <laughs> yeah. So a deck you've never played before then is what you're telling us. You're gonna you're gonna right. you're gonna step out of your comfort zone. You're gonna try exactly. something brand new. Something that none of your, your the people who come by your stream have ever seen you play before. Highlander Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, Highlander Hunter. You know, it's it's this kind of interesting looking deck. I wanna give it a try. You see how it goes, you know? Brand seven mana. You can coin it out on six. That seems pretty good. You've never done that uh, before, have you? (laughs) No, of course. I I wouldn't do that to my opponents. Oh, yes. I'm excited for Highlander Hunter. Um, I think... Is it what? Is that still this month? Was it this month that I hit Legend? Um, I don't know. All these days are blurring together. I don't even know, like time anymore i think it was this month i hit legend on two servers with highlander hunter while bran is at eight so yeah i'm I'm excited to try it with the it going back to seven um but something else that's a little different i guess a little um with conjurer's calling that daring already mentioned and dragon caster getting changed and also the uh dragon queen alex straza giving zero cost dragons again i think i actually might also try some uh, Highlander Mage again. I'm kind of excited to see if uh, Highlander Mage can get a little better. It's it's not even that bad right now, but I don't know. I'm not the best with it, so I'm kind of excited to see with some of those tools coming back. No, Highlander Mage is actually a great call. If, if you have access to the Vicious Syndicate, their live data uh, dashboard, uh, at Legend right now, the best deck... Uh, with the stats that they are collecting, Highlander Hunter is the best deck at Legend. And so uh, by like almost 1% over over Will Kick Rogue. So, I, you know, Dragon uh, dragon Caster being in the deck and having a few dragons and, and being able to do a free Conjurer's Calling or a free free Yogg Yog box, uh, pretty Pretty yeah. interesting to try, and we're and we're saying farewell to Yog Puzzle Box for now, and Conjure and yeah. uh, Power Power of Creation, um, is uh, was it the freeze, the eight mana freeze spell? Is that going away too? I don't remember. Uh, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good question. What is it called? Yeah. First off, I don't remember. All right, quick. One of us start talking and stalling while the other yeah, one's so, looking up. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at. I'm looking at it. I I'm yeah, racking I'm my brain. Up. I'm gonna feel so stupid. It is deep, deep freeze. freeze. There we go. Is the name of the sp- <laughs> and it is. I can't remember. I. I it doesn't say what expansion it's from on the there, on the card. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, um. Let's, I guess. Yeah, I'm also kind of interested. It's from about... Ashes of Outland. Uh, Ashes of oh. Outland. So, so it is staying. in there for another year. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. 
Look I'm at me also guessing, guessing right on the first expansion I look at. <laughs> That's fantastic. Nice. Uh, let's see. Who was it? I think. Daring? Did you mention Rogue Galakrond Rogue earlier? Yes, yes, I did. I think yeah. It might have been before we started in recording. In honesty, yeah. It, yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of interested in in trying some Galakrond Rogue as well. Um, I've seen. Well, I think when the last expansion came out, I was trying some uh, cool like Kronk's Tenwu you know, combo stuff and, and being able to get some cards that cost zero helps a lot in being able to like get multiple Kronkses or, um, you know, bounce extra things to your hand. So I might try some Galakrond Rogue as well, uh, just because I, I feel like I enjoy that style of Rogue a little bit more than like aggro Rogue. Um, so I, I might try something like that as well. These kind of just, you know, let's put these things in that, uh, make cards cost zero again yeah for one last weekend (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's definitely so like what do we what do we think we're going to see more of uh, than anything else like what what are going to be the more popular decks like on on ladder when when this goes live like is it going to be you know more of the same is it going to be broom paladin and you know I feel like Agarok's gonna probably suffer some just due to the fact of nature boost poison. But like, what do you guys think is going to be like? I, I'm not holding you to this, but what do you think is gonna be like the premier deck when when the patch 20.0 goes live? Mage. I mean, I I, th- I think I so. Like I said, I think Roll Kick Rogue with Edwin back in there because it's something that you were already familiar with. And if if you're trying to to rank up, you probably want to stick with something that you've been playing before. So that to me seems like that's going to be pretty popular. I think Face Face Hunter, because of the amount of damage it can do and how quickly the games can be played, I think that actually is going to be fairly popular. Um Puts people on the back foot right away, right from the start, and then kind of goes from there. Uh, I, I do agree that I think Highlander Mage, um, as you get up closer towards Legend, I think Highlander Mage is actually a pretty solid option. Um, and then I think I think Librem Paladin is still going to be really good during this time as well. So the, those would be the four decks that I would expect to see more than anything else. And then... If you're just kind of having fun, then you would play some of the other decks that we've mentioned. I think personally, I'm expecting to see a decent amount of Bomb Warrior. Um, because if people are wanting to play Highlander decks again, or even, you know, Rogue that still draws a lot of cards, or you know, maybe people try to go back to uh, to Druid a little bit, but I don't know. I I think Bomb Warrior is going to be fairly popular. Um, the only problem with that is if it is super aggressive, because generally aggro decks can just beat Bomb Warrior down really fast. So it might struggle if that's the case. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see people at least trying Bomb Warrior again uh, with in an possibly anticipated uh, Highlander decks being popular. What do I would. I, I don't disagree with you necessarily. I guess the thing that 
that I come back to is we thought that was going to happen in a couple scenarios and it, it didn't seem to happen then. So, you know, yeah. maybe now because this is like literally the final days that you can do this, that people will actually do that. If it ends up being more heavily slotted towards the Highlander mage, the Highlander, you know, uh, if people are still running Highlander Druid and Rogue and some of these other classes on top of, say, Highlander Hunter, which, you know, decent already and gets to have the seven mana brand, then, then yeah, I, you know, if, if all you're seeing is Highlander decks, then, then, uh, then Bomb Warrior makes a lot of sense. But I feel like, feel like the meta might be more diverse than that. And, and so then, you know, I don't know if Bomb Warrior makes as much sense. Yeah. I feel like the winners of the unnerfing is the aggressive decks. <laughs> like, I feel like um, the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the to Arcane Golem is going to be good. I feel like uh, Bad Luck Albatross will make its way back into the meta, and it's a decently aggressive card. The change to Frenzied Felwing. Yeah, it makes it much more viable with the amount of rogue too, um, especially with the frenzied Felwing or the arcane golem because that's a free. You get a free three three when you smash your opponent in the face for four. So, um, yeah. So I feel like we're going to see it's going to get real aggressive, but who knows? I don't know if that's enough long term. Like, I would love to get back to the. Um, Archivist Elysiana double young brewmaster days of yore, but alas, alas, I don't think the uh, warrior has that kind of staying power anymore, but no, uh, my dreams, my heart goes out to those days. <laughs> nothing, nothing says healthy meta like ending a game in a 50 turn tie. <laughs> Have, you, have either of you done that? Have you, either of you gotten a tie? Nope. You're missing out. And I hope I never You do. are missing out. That sounds awful. <laughs> it does. That does. That does, in fact, sound terrible. I'm sorry. It was great. Uh, that, that, that might be uh, your cup of tea there, Daring, but uh, I will gladly spit it out and find something else. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty reasonable um, when it comes down to it, but it's what I enjoy. I enjoy the long drawn out games. So, I'm I'm also curious if people um, are going to play some Galakrond Warlock. Is that Galakrond Warlock has still kind of been popular? And maybe you add in like Albatross if you want, or I don't know. There's a couple of cards that you could play. The uh, I don't know. I guess what. What the heck was it called? Oh, the Fiendish Rites? Maybe. Um, but that has a lot of removal, and if people are expecting a lot of aggro, I do think with uh, some decent heals and some taunts and a lot of removal, Galakrond Warlock might be an okay option. Yep, def that definitely makes a lot of sense. You don't think we're going to get uh, a resurgence of ne Necrium Apothecary? Apothecary. I cannot pronounce that word without <laughs> apothecary. I have to hear it to there be able to go. pronounce it. <laughs> Some something about those sounds. Apothecary. See, I can't do it again. 
See, there's something about that sound that makes it like so hard for me to pronounce without hearing it. So, um, but yeah, I uh, no, I don't really think that's gonna come back. But it's... I mean, that didn't jump out to me as like everyone's gonna be playing yeah. that, but. Do you remember it? Do you remember the meta where that was a thing? Like that was yeah. a thing. Like that was very much. That was it was legitimate. And Anka is still in standard yes. for this five days. And and like yeah, you've got the uh, Anubisoth uh, warrior or whatever the nine drop was that did that. That buff. I just wonder yeah. if it's good enough as a rogue. No, it's to not. With no, the I'm being a smart ass, right but now, which is like, <laughs> I know, but I, I think that's why Colossus it didn't jump out. Now too. You've got the, you know, the, the Colossus, Ooh. uh, the, that has the seven, seven taunt inside the seven, seven taunt. Yeah. Wait, you know, the more we talk about this, I don't like this. Let's not give viewers, you know, listeners uh, <laughs> ideas here because I don't want to see this. <laughs> Please don't give it to me with this deck because I'm probably going to be playing an aggressive deck like Highlander Hunter that wants to smack face. And I don't want to, I don't, I don't like that taunt. Let's. Shh, that's not a thing. Nobody play that, please. <laughs> I don't want to deal with that. I mean, if they want to play, if they want to play Scrapyard Colossus, I mean, they they're already playing Big Warrior or Big Paladin, like so. Like, don't worry about it. If you were gonna see it before, you're gonna see it before. You would still see it after this. So it's. I don't think uh, that that little cobalt yeah, has much not. to say about if you're gonna see a Scrapyard Colossus or not. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, not much else to say. And, well, we are going to be, like we said at the beginning of the show, we are going to be doing our full card set review um, this weekend. And it will be at latest live to you Sunday night. Or on Monday night, excuse me. So you can have it either listen to Monday night or, you know, Tuesday before the set comes out. But we will be, that'll be our episode for next week will be the full uh, Forged in the Barons uh, card set review. So it's going to be. Because it'll probably go like three hours. Yep. Cause yeah. I mean, I we had a really good system last time and we're going to try and stick to that um, and keep uh keep it rolling along because that flowed really well and we like we everyone liked how it felt so um so mage when do you give us our poll question for the week all right so the poll question for this week now that we've seen all 135 cards for forged in the barons we want you to tell us how would you rate the power level of the new expansion going live forged in the barons is it a one to three power level? So very low. Uh, four to six, middle of the road. Uh, seven to nine, it's getting up there in power level. Or is this a 10 or 10 plus? Let us know. Vote. Tell us what you think the power level of this expansion looks like before it goes live. This is your chance to predict how powerful this expansion is. And we will talk about the results on our next show, regular show. Speaking of the show, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You follow our top pin tweet, that will take you to our Discord. And you can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can find myself on Twitter at DaringAlkaline 
or on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Daring Alkaline. I haven't streamed in a bit, but um, yeah, still still going on the souls and souls likes when I'm when I'm streaming. So come watch me get angry at the game sometimes. So, <laughs> uh, Dragon Rider, <laughs> where we can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K, and currently still through April 6th streaming every single day uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DK. And Mage, take us home. Yeah, I, every time I log in, it seems like I see you're, you're uh, you know, streaming. So you definitely are doing a great job with that. You can find me on Twitter. I am at MageDeath, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash MageDeath. And I'm doing a special pack opening on Tuesday with the expansion launch and Monday doing a, a, fr- a friendly preview of the new expansion that I normally do. A good friend, SC2 Forever, is going to be joining me. And we're going to just talk about cards we're excited to play. So I hope hope you join us uh, join us one of those days and, and check out the stream. I know I generally have that up in the background after I've made some of my initial cuts editing the episode. So chances are I will be hanging around for at least for a little bit there um, when I don't need the audio to edit edit the show. So uh, thanks for tuning in guys. Um, And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. Trying to do. Should I try and do a voice?